Good morning. It's Friday. It's 19th of May, and we're wrapping up our devotion this week, and we're going to wrap it up with uh, a wrapping up of the Ascension of our Lord. So yesterday, we ended our devotion with this thought. It is this, Christ's atonement on the cross, that assures us God's care in all those days the day stresses, because the cross has reconciled us to, as it brought us back together with God. So be open ears, be open minds for what Jesus teaches on this Ascension Day, yesterday, which is relevant. It is pertinent to you. Jesus suffered, and on the third day, he rose from the dead. Now, in addition, he teaches that repentance and forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witness of these things. That's Luke 24, verses 47 and 48. This is Jesus' commission to his apostles to proclaim repentance for the forgiveness of sins in his name. Jesus told his apostles in verse 49, he says, Behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you, but stay in Jerusalem until you are clothed with power from on high. In other words, Jesus will be sending the Holy Spirit. This he does by the authority given him at the right hand of God, the Father. And we're going to celebrate that, not this Sunday, but the following Sunday on Pentecost Sunday. Jesus. So our text says in verses 50 and 51, it says, Then Jesus led the disciples out as far as Bethany to the Mount of Olives, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. While he blessed them, he departed from them and was carried up into heaven. This is what we celebrate. The Son of Man is now ascended into heaven. Jesus will always be our Savior and our God, both in our office and in, in essence. But he has also elevated mankind so that, one, that you, once again, have fellowship with God. Jesus is the man the Father intended man to be. And yet, he is the only begotten Son from all eternity. You see, Jesus ascended into heaven does not mean he is physically restricted. Just because the senses cannot perceive him does not mean he is not present. We know he's there. And to assist our feeble faith, he does provide something tangible. Bread and wine to accompany the promise of his word. So Jesus is present as he promised when, he, when we gather in his name. The often neglected feast, the ascension of our Lord, is the great coronation of Jesus Christ, the Son of Man, in heaven. The angels and hosts of heaven marvel as a flesh and blood man receives the crown and is given all authority in heaven and earth. His rule is now of grace and of mercy, where repentance for forgiveness of sins is preached. Perhaps our neglect betrays the fact that we are still under the cross, that glory really does, or really does go no further than Jesus is hanging on the cross, even though he reigns in heaven. He still carries, carries for you the marks of his crucifixion. He is the lamb who was slain. Some of the daughters of Adam and Eve, behold your king. Let us pray. Lord, help us to never forget the Feast of Ascension, its importance. Help us to lift it up on high to lift it up to our neighbors, lift it up to our friends, and lift it up to our families, both our family, our blood families, and our church family. Help us to recognize the Lamb who was slain, for we truly are sons and daughters of Adam and Eve. Help us behold 
our King. Amen. Thank you and for being with us this, this week as we looked at both the text for this coming Sunday and the gospel lesson in John 17. And then as we move to yesterday and today to the ascension of our Lord, as we celebrate that feast, an incredibly important feast for us. Hope you all have a marvelous week and hope you, you have opportunity to, to ponder this week's devotions maybe and, and think about, you know, what does it mean? What do I do with this? Maybe you hand it off to someone. Maybe you teach someone. Maybe you just hold on to it dear to your heart. Go in peace, Lord. We'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow, God bless.